0: I'm Suzanne Legrand, and this is the Shaman's Notebook. Today, my guest is integrative nutritionist and energy healer Tammy Russell. Welcome.
1: Hi, Suzanne. Thank you.
0: One of your specialties has been helping people with gut problems. To start, I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about why gut problems are such a problem in the society at present.
1: Yeah, it seems like it sure has become epidemic. And I believe that is in large part just due to so much antibiotic use over the last, boy, five to seven decades. And it's now used to such a high level even to produce our um, cattle and meat. And um, it's, it's, it's in all of their flesh. And so many of us have, have taken multiple courses of antibiotics so that we have bred our own antibiotic resistant types of bacteria in our gut. Um, I've almost come to view bad cases of irritable bowel syndrome or SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Sometimes it's like a MRSA infection. I mean, it's just really, it's not, but it's just really hard to get rid of, um, these cases. And, um, it's, it's hard to, Get people to a better place. Um, I've had to come up with a very comprehensive protocol based on my own healing. Um, and I had over a hundred courses of antibiotics in my life, and I've met patients that have had similar experiences. You'll often see um, a lot of antibiotic use, a lot of stress, a lot of exposure to toxicity. Um, it kind of creates the terrain, if you will, where these unhelpful bacteria thrive in the system and start to cause problems.
0: Can you talk a little bit about your own healing journey and what led you to begin to look at nutrition?
1: Sure. Well, I started out as a kind of traditionally trained dietitian in the mid-90s, although I always had a natural leaning. I um, did natural births for my kids and I was more of a um, plant-based eater, um, even a raw foodist at times. So I was always into the more natural ways of eating. Um, I found that um, I did get irritable bowel syndrome when I was 20 and I had to alter my diet. And personally, I found that a plant-based diet um, really was more helpful for me. Um, However, after I had my kids, they started to have health issues, which, you know, it's, it's okay if the mommy has health issues, but when the kids start going down, then you're in trouble. So I wound up taking them to um, it seemed like over 20 naturopaths and went on this odyssey, if you will, of trying to find out what was causing their, their problems. They seemed to have pretty bad gut health problems, and um, mine were getting worse too. So I was kind of hoping to find help for all three of us. And it took, gosh, probably seven to 10 years just to find out what happened to us, what were the triggers, what was our timeline of events, and really how to heal. So um, once I kind of deciphered this stuff and got us on a healing path, Um, I then began to cater more to um, irritable bowel syndrome and inflammatory bowel disease and stuff like that in my own practice.
0: So what did you eventually find were some of the contributing factors to problems with your gut health and that of your, your children?
1: Yeah, well, I realized that we all had kind of bad terrains, and this is not the mommy's fault, but Moms who have had a legacy of gut health issues in their family often have a microbiome profile, and that's the bacteria in your gut that's not so great. They might be missing some good bacteria. They probably have some not so friendly, unhelpful bacteria that can be antibiotic resistant. And that was a lot of our trouble. Um, we, were, we had pretty bad um, microbiomes, full of bad bacteria, not enough good bacteria. And we had a lot of toxicity. So I had had over 30 silver fillings or amalgams in my mouth for nearly 30 years, which are more than 50% mercury. And this stuff was just leaching into my system on a daily basis. So every time I chewed my food, or I drank a hot beverage, I would get a spilling over or leaching out of mercury from the tooth. And I was just a poor excreter or poor detoxer, some people can just get rid of it. Um, my body was kind of holding on to it for, for later use. Um, And when people have high levels of inflammation in their body, maybe from stress or from a bad gut, like bad bugs in their gut, um, that inflammation from those things can block the pathways of detoxification in the liver. So we're poor detoxers. We had bad bacteria and high levels of mercury and other heavy metals. um, And it really created a perfect storm of gut health issues for, for us, for all of us.
0: Do you think that your situation is
1: unusual in the U.S.? It might have been 50 years ago, but I see it as more commonplace than ever. In fact, the very sad thing is is that these very these very specific scenarios are affecting our younger and younger generations. So that we see that babies can't even tolerate um, normal foods without vomiting or they're on medications at, um, at the age of like a toddler or an infant for heartburn. Um, we see young kids that are very sick with food sensitivities and, and headaches, and there's even children with rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, I, I see this as um, a blossoming, unfortunately, um, issue that's it's only getting worse until we address the fact that, um, you know, we've over over-GMO'd our foods Um, which really catalyzes with bad bacteria, um, and we have high levels of toxicity um, in our systems, We're, we're not going to get out of this mess anytime soon. So it's kind of only getting worse.
0: So what are the other sources of the problem besides GMO foods and mercury fillings?
1: It can be in the air that we breathe. Um, you know, if if there is pollution in the air, it will settle into the soil, into our waterways, our riverbeds, into the food that we grow. Even here in Portland, I don't know if you remember about 10 or 11 years ago, there was a situation with the um, glass factory over on the east side, and they were putting out high levels of cadmium and all kinds of heavy metals, and they were telling the people that lived around there to not eat the stuff they were growing in their gardens. So, yeah, there's there's really there's really high levels of pollutants in the air um and also here in Portland, you know, we live between two mountain ranges and the air can get quite stagnant. It can kind of get stuck between those mountain ranges. So, um I know that my health suffered precipitously in in the wrong direction um once I moved here and I was I kind of went on this quest to figure out like what is it what is it about here? But you can get it in the food you eat. Um you know, animals um they have muscle tissue, they have Fat in their muscle tissue, and that could be a delivery system of toxins because that's where that's where stuff is stored, right? We store it in our organs, we store it in our in our fat, store it in our tissues. Um, we can get it from you know eating tuna and sushi. We can get it from um, if people work with jewelry um, or um, if they work with specific dyes and paints. If they eat regular vegetables that are not organic, um, if they get. Um, even exposure to like a gas stove or a gas station, that petroleum can can cause some toxicity in the liver. So there's multiple sources.
0: And what did you find are some of the things that you can do to detoxify given what you're describing, which is a lot of toxicity in our environments everywhere?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Having tried so many different diets for um, our own gut health issues, I do feel very strongly that a lower-fat plant-based diet is better for removing toxins from our body, um, especially if it's high in fruits and dark green leafy vegetables. Um, I do design medicinal detox types of diets for people. um, And that's because a high-fat diet will clog up the bloodstream with fats meaning your liver won't sense that there's room to offload stuff so if say your liver is holding all this toxicity in it which it often does and then it's like boy i'd really like to get rid of some of this stuff but the the bloodstream is loaded with fat globules there's no space there's no room it's going to hold on to that stuff but with a low-fat plant-based diet you have um you know, more effortlessly moving blood and you can get rid of stuff with, with more ease. So it's easier to, to detox. And there's a variety of ways to do it. Some people have like a sauna or a sauna blanket. Um, Some people will do like specific detox protocols from like a supplement company. Um, One of them that I have high familiarity with is Quicksilver Scientific. Um, The guy that founded that company um, was very mercury toxic. And he has designed a number of protocols for getting metals out of the body. Um, I use a number of um, food-based powders um, and special supplements that um, are aimed at at getting the ick out of the body. But I also, like I said, really try to um, tell people to do a low-fat plant-based diet. I think it's just better. Do we even know what detoxification looks like or feels like these days? I know. I've done a lot of it. Well, the the flip side of that question is, you know, what does it look and feel like to be very toxic? And the sickest people with chronic autoimmune issues usually often have high levels of toxicity. So people with a lot of um, neuropathies, nerve damage, um, people that super bad gut problems, they can barely eat anything. And I will say that young men, especially when they're very sick with chronic autoimmune issues or bad gut problems, they tend to have high toxic loads because it's usually the women that suffer from autoimmune disease because women have to reproduce their bodies have more work to do so when a woman's body gets faced with the challenge of bad bugs and or toxicity it often falters but men typically don't have that issue but if they have a high level of toxicity you'll see them falter when they're younger um and detox detox can make people tired um and that's really the symptom i felt sometimes it can make if, if you do it too fast and too soon um, you really want to be careful because that can unleash so much stuff at once from your liver that over time you won't have the mechanisms in place to get rid of it properly so you can reabsorb a lot of those toxins which isn't the best scenario but a good detox will be where you just you feel kind of tired and your body's like hey let's go lay down. Let's just hang out and chill today. Let's not, you know, go run a marathon. Um, Let's not get in stressful situations or try to do too many things. I want you to just chillax. And and then hopefully you respond to that. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to chillax today. I'm not going to do much. That's the best scenario for detox.
0: And with the patients that you have worked with, who have followed the plant-based diet what changes have they noticed over time um, besides you know that initial reaction of feeling tired
1: um it's pretty it's been pretty phenomenal i i can't tell you how amazing it is on a daily basis to get reports coming back from people who had gut health issues that were um, following a keto diet or paleo diet, because that's conventional wisdom right now, um, especially in the, you know, the naturopathic world and um, other integrative nutrition world. And, you know, they tried those diets, they moved over. I got them to move over slowly to a good plant-based or vegan diet. Um, and that could be just for a specific time period. It doesn't have to be for life. And I really guide them through that on how to do it, how often to have meat, you know, whether or not to have meat. But, you know, I've seen amazing, amazing results. Um, I just got an email the other day from a lady that said um, her gut problems are almost like 100% gone. She's lost a bunch of weight. Her headaches have gone. Um, her HBA1C went down because she was on the border of getting diabetes. Um, so her blood sugar control is better. And you would you would expect to see these improvements. Um, But what we see mostly online and social media is that you you have to do keto to get those improvements, and it's just not the case. So you often see better bowel movements. You see an improvement in blood sugar control. You see people that sleep better at night, that digest better. They're less bloated, and maybe they have some weight loss.
0: In addition to training as a nutritionist, you have also incorporated alternative healing into your practice, such as herbalism and homeopathy. What does herbalism and homeopathy offer that perhaps is not included in traditional nutrition as we we know it?
1: Homeopathy is energy medicine. Um, It's vibrational energy medicine, and it works with your vital force or the force of your body. Um, You can shift things rather quickly if you choose the right homeopathic remedy Based on what, like most of your symptoms point to, um, it's kind of like a disease in a bottle. So um, it speaks to your body and it says, "Hey, I'm a bad disease too, and you want to get rid of me." And the body says, "Oh yes, I want to get rid of you," and then it gets rid of the symptoms that you're having. So <laughs> it's so really it's kind funny. of you're tricking your body in a way. Yeah. Is that right? yeah. yeah. Oh, so interesting. I love it. I love it. Um, it's it's really neat and fascinating. There, you know. It is a, it is um, mentally it, it's quite a bit to learn, um, but it, I, I think it's been a fascinating journey. And, and with herbalism, you know, I've been able to learn which herbs help people lower anxiety, sleep better, digest better, um, are effective at lowering unhelpful bacteria in the gut without nuking them, because you know when you when you want to treat somebody's bad bacteria you don't want to go to bananas and kill off everything and nuke them. You want to be very gentle about that. Now, one thing that's really interesting about your approach is that you also
0: incorporate energy work as well as nutrition and herbalism and some homeopathy. Can you talk about energy, the energy work that you do?
1: Yeah, um, I started getting into energy healing um, back in like 2009 and 10 when we were just trying to um, deal with everything happening with the kids and our health. And I thought, why not? You know, I've tried everything. I'm gonna try this too. And I fell in love with it immediately. I've always been, I've always been able to feel energetic shifts pretty acutely. So when I started taking classes, like I started with pranic healing, and then Moved into a little bit of body talk. Um, I, I felt everything really strongly, and I, I just really liked it. Although I was living more of a mainstream life back then, and I felt like, oh, you know, this is really woo woo. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna use it on the kids, and you know, if they get burned or whatever happens, I'll use it then. Um, And then a few years ago, I took um, kind of a higher level emotional healing class with AcuNect. um, And I really, really enjoyed that. And I thought, you know, I'd love to be able to help some of my patients with this. So I, I started gradually bringing it out to a few patients and they experienced benefit. And then one day I was doing an AcuNect tapping session on my daughter and my hands just stopped and they got in position for what seemed like Reiki. And I was like, well, I've never done Reiki before, but I think this is Reiki. And I was guided on how to do it. And I just thought, wow, whatever I did before, it doesn't hold a candle to the way I'm feeling now. So um, I started doing that a lot more and practicing on on family and friends and then became certified um, in levels one and two this past fall. Um, And I now am totally, totally in love with Reiki um, and other facets of of doing um, energy healing. During a Reiki session, and um, it's gotten to the point where you know if I'd be happy if I could do an, a Reiki session on somebody every day, I'd be totally happy because all of that, those good vibes just come right through your body, and it's it's a really uplifting, um, awesome experience. So I have been shifting more things um, to the Reiki, and I've been doing Reiki specifically to help people with um, gut health problems, and I've seen really amazing benefit. And um, I'm going to be moving forward with that. What is it that energy medicine gives that, say,
0: a more traditional nutrition approach does, does not include?
1: Yeah. So when I'm talking to a patient about digestion and bloating and, you know, oftentimes with something like irritable bowel syndrome or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, people don't have enough stomach acid or enough bile being produced. Um, and they might have some bloating because of that. So while I'm actually even talking to somebody about it, I can start doing a remote session on them. Um, I can start doing Reiki on the stomach, on the liver, their gallbladder, um, and start to shift things for them. Um, and Reiki will always induce a nice, calm feeling. I mean, it won't always induce, They may, the person may not feel that, but, the Reiki does begin to shift things in the body so that over time, or even after one session, the person can digest better. They get in parasympathetic mode, which means, which is more rest and um, digest mode. You know, they start to relax, they feel more peace. So, you know, I've had sessions with people where I spend a half an hour talking about integrative nutrition, you know, diet and supplements that they can do for their gut health problems. And then we go to the Reiki table, and we whip out some crystals, and we start doing some healing on them. Um, and if there's anything else to bring into that, we will we'll do that too. If just to give people an
0: idea of how this works, could you tell me something about um, my current health and what it what might be helpful for for me to do?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm getting that your liver um, could use a leg up. Um, a lot of people have some liver stress, and you know, not to point fingers at our chronological age, but at once we turn fifty and beyond, um, our livers start to get um, a little slowed down. So we have a reduction in volume passing through the liver by like 50%. So we get a slowdown and we start to get a drop off in hydrochloric acid, um, which is one of the main like stomach digestive juices. So I'm getting that your liver is a little mushugana It's a little congested. Um, it could use a bit of a leg up um, and the gallbladder. So if I were working on you the liver and gallbladder work really closely together like the liver produces bile and helps the gall and then it's stored in the gallbladder um a lot of people um especially women as they age they have some gallbladder congestion um you know and a and a traditional doctor's re- response is oh let's just cut it out you know oh it's, it's 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 clogged up let's just cut it out um but you can in my opinion if if it's not um, an emergency medical situation, you can kind of work on the gallbladder with diet and supplements and with and with energy healing. Um, but I would work on your liver, on your gallbladder, a little bit on your stomach. I work on your throat chakra because that's coming up to me as an area that needs a little TLC, which is one I, ha- I have to say also working with predominantly with women that, that the throat chakra usually comes up for a number of reasons.
0: And when you say work on it, like what would you do?
1: Well, I'd ask, like, is this the throat, the organ that needs help? Um, because the 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 throat can um, be a place um, where, you know, there's kind of stuff going on, or I should say actually, like the thyroid. So I'll look in that general region of the throat and I'll be like, okay, what's going on around here? Um, I was doing an emergency reiki session on a gal the other day, and her throat chakra came up big time, but also her thyroid, um her thyroid was holding on to a lot of viral pathogens and toxicity um, that I use the Reiki to, um, you know, kind of clean out per se. Um, My intention was to have that cleaned out and then just to balance the the throat chakra, um, you know, reduce, um, remove any limiting or false beliefs, um, bring love into that throat chakra, um, remove any emotional patterns of trauma from ancestral lives, past lives, current life type of thing, um, and just balance that whole area.
0: What you're saying is that it's not just about the liver.
1: One of the things people don't realize when they're dealing with chronic health issues, especially gut problems, is that when you have an increase in toxicity and or bad bacteria, you can have energetic patterns in your system that hold those things in place. Um, It's especially interesting that the bacteria that usually cause a lot of the gut problems um, is an emotionally charged bacteria. So, if you have, and the sad thing is, it's a usually vicious cycle. People that have a lot of gut problems also tend to have higher amounts of depression and anxiety, which then fuel the bad bacteria, which then fuel the gut problems. So, it's kind of that vicious cycle. But we have these patterns, these energetic patterns in our body, which hold. Um, bad bacteria in place and they hold toxicity so i'm always looking out for that and i'm always i always have the intention during a reiki session of you know let's if we can you know let's remove the the pattern frequency or signal associated um, with those things and and just clear them out so you are both working on a physical
0: level but also on a emotional and an energetic level to clear out some of the patterns That have created the problem in the first place is that right
1: yeah I was doing a really cool session on um, a woman a week ago where the when I was doing an intuitive intuitive workup with her beforehand I was given mantras for each of her imbalanced chakras so I was channeling mantras and I had her repeat them during the session And I think it was very moving um, and significant because it it was super cool.
0: I am Suzanne Legrand, and this is The Shaman's Notebook. Today, I have been speaking with Tammy Russell, who is an integrative nutritionist and an energy healer. If people want to find out more about your work, where can they find you?
1: I would love for them to just shoot me an email. The best email address for me right now would be wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, at my name, Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y-R-U-S-S-E-L-L-R-D-N.com. I can't help but feel that there's a huge need for people that get tired on a journey of only diet and supplements, which becomes really restrictive and expensive. Since I know the gut health energy healing really works well, um, starting this class where I'm going to be providing with individualized attention and there will be energy healing um, with specific attention to organs involved um, in digestion and gut health. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's coming up this month.
0: I am Suzanne Legrand and this is The Shaman's Notebook. I bring you new perspectives on healing from energy medicine practitioners, shamans, intuitives, and spiritual teachers who are changing the way we think, feel, and heal. If you enjoyed the show and would like to learn more about healing, subscribe in the link below. And if you want to experience a healing yourself, join me on Fridays at the Healing Salon. Thanks so much for listening.